Okay, so hello and welcome to Allergy and Free From Chat, Ultimate Free From Menu, where I have guests come in to choose their favorite free from drink, appetizer, starter, main, and dessert. And today I have our latest guest, it's Julianne Ponin. Hi, Julianne, thanks so much for coming in to chat. Hi there, really excited about this. Yeah, no worries. I mean, I say coming in, but obviously um, just coming up to your computer and stuff because we're not meeting in person uh maybe i'll do a couple of these in person at some time that'd be really cool but still still on zoom but that seems to still be the way right exactly it is zoomed out at the moment with so many <laughs> cool so if anyone that, that that doesn't know about sort of your work in the allergy and free from world so could you tell us a little bit about about who you are and and what you do on a, on a day-to-day if that's okay yeah, of course. So I am a person that suffers from anaphylaxis. So I'm allergic to a lot of things, peanuts, tree nuts, chickpeas, lentils, sesame, a whole host of them. Um, mine is quite severe because I have an EpiPen and I've been in hospital numerous times. This actually led me to create my own brand that is top 14 allergen free. Uh, i I'd never want a child or an adult to have to sit at the allergy table at the end of the day and feel like they're missing out on food because food's all about getting together, sitting down, eating good food. And I always found that a struggle growing up. So I wanted to create like baking products and snacks that could just be ha- make everyone happy at the end of the day. Amazing. Here, here. And obviously, usually the first thing I do as the the waiter in your perfect dream restaurant is ask people what their uh, dietary requirements are. But you've just covered that perfectly. So thank you. It gives us a bit of context for what's coming ahead of us with the food that you're going to pick. And you, you're, you're the first person that's come on that hasn't been celiac. So it's going to be interesting to, to get a different side because uh, obviously the Allergy and Free From show is such a our show provides for so many people uh, across a whole breadth of different types of allergies and intolerances and lifestyle choices and all that sort of stuff so one of the things I'm really enjoying about about doing this podcast is meeting different people with different requirements and understanding you know where where they go to get their favorite foods and what, what they love to eat so I guess we'll just dive right in with probably the the least worrying sort of aspect or I don't know maybe you'll tell me otherwise so a waiter would usually ask you what you want to drink at, at the start of the meal. So tell us your favourite ultimate drink in your free from menu. Oh gosh, ultimate drink. I think for me, I'm a very, I'm a coffee lover, but I'm told I shouldn't have too much coffee. Uh, so I'd have to go with an oat milk uh, skinny latte type. Mm. Uh, that That's my favourite I think I'd go for. What's your favourite oat milk brand? I do really like... Um, Oatly, however, I actually switched to Alpro recently. Okay. Um, just to try it because I was really worried about switching to them due to they also have like a hazelnut one um, and other type of nut ones, but they assured me that this one would be safe uh, for me as a nut allergy sufferer. And actually, it tastes really good. So I am undecided between the two. So I'd say give both a go. I'd say though, obviously, Oatly I don't think is gluten free, whereas I think Alpro does do a gluten free one. Yes, they do definitely. I've seen that one. Um, uh, my, my I, I drink oat milk as well. Um, have you tried Minor Figures? Minor Figures is probably my my favourite one. You can, um, I don't think you can get it in many shops, but you can get it online, and it's not mega sweet. It's that that's one that I recommend giving a go. It's really nice. 
I haven't tried it, but I love the packaging. I, I've definitely seen it around. So I'm going to have to give that one a, a go, especially if it's not as sweet, because I don't I don't love this, the sweet, sweet ones. And I always go for the unsweetened anyway. That's the trouble. When I was having like normal milk or whatever, I would often have like a um, like a the syrup or whatever. But if I have oat milk or something like that, I tend to find that it's it is mega sweet already. It doesn't need anything extra. Exactly, exactly that. Where's your Where's your favorite place to get coffee? Do you have like a little independent coffee shop you'd like to go to, or are you a sort of Costa versus Starbucks sort of person? Where are you getting your coffee? My favorite is probably Costa only because of their policies and it is they will clean down the whole machine um, once you tell them that you have a, an allergy. And I think this is fantastic, whereas mm. I've been to numerous sort of independent chains and also other big named uh, coffee chains, which unfortunately they don't cater and they don't really understand the allergen. Uh, so, for example, if they're running hazelnut milk down in their coffee machines they do need to fully clean it because any trace can be um can be quite vital for me um also i love the fact that costa do actually use different jugs as well i know it sounds really trivial mm -hmm. but if they put say say you're asking for a plant-based alternative they can sometimes use a jug that has almond milk and use the same one pour it out and use it for soy milk uh, which isn't great because you can be allergic to soya you can be allergic to almond uh, so they need to really have separate jugs, which is exactly what Costa do. Okay, and this that sort of makes me think of something, actually, um, and it might be a slightly contentious subject. We'll see where we go with it. Um, there's sort of this, like, um, fashion of go go independent, go somewhere small, go to an independent coffee shop, go to, like, the smallest one, don't support the big sort of, uh, sort of massive brands and stuff. But... As someone who, that suffers from, from allergies, do you find that uh, a certain sort of more safety going to a big sort of corporate brand, knowing that they're going to have a policy across their entire big company? Do you, do you find yourself needing to ask more questions when you go into an independent place? I think it really does depend. And it's it's so, I guess it's quite a controversial topic because for I'm all for shopping local, I'm all for small businesses, and I'm all for even female entrepreneurs. However, I do feel that the policy in larger companies can be better at times. However, saying that, living in a local community for, say, three, four years, you really get to know the people behind those restaurants, and that's what makes the difference. So I think, for me, when I live in an area for a long period of time, I would choose to go locally. Um, because I really okay. get to know the owners, the staff, and they actually take more care than a large chain would because they really get to know you as a person. However, saying that if I'm in a foreign country, I will seek out the biggest brand chain because yeah. I feel safe knowing, okay, their policies are this. Um, they should be upheld to that standard across the board, and that would be the hope and for example, McDonald's, I haven't eaten there personally in years. However, I do think that their policies are very good for mm -hmm. people with allergies because they have specific things and that is across the board in all of their chains. So it's a very controversial subject of, of what I do or mm -hmm. I'd like to do and what I can do in different countries.
It's a difficult one, isn't it? But I mean, I, I guess the key when you're going somewhere new or when you're going somewhere independent is just to ask a lot of questions and just be really upfront and really bold as, as soon as you get in there, I, I would assume, right? I think definitely asking as many questions as possible. I used to have like a checklist because I never used to want to talk up like talk about my allergies and if we went out with friends it would always be oh Julianne chooses where we where we go because she's the most difficult they used my friends used to say and it wasn't that I was difficult it was just that I had a lot of things to cater for so going into a restaurant I would have like I'd have a checklist because I would get really nervous about speaking up when I was younger Mm -hmm. um so having that ensured that I didn't forget anything because it's things like the sauces or the oils or the additions that they add to meals um, which make them fantastic for people who don't have allergies but for people that do it can be quite daunting because you you don't always ask that extra question I didn't numerous times for example when I accidentally ate pesto Mm. and I had a reaction and it was completely my fault because I didn't ask what was in like in the drizzle on the top I I just thought well I've said my allergies and I should have asked and gone that little bit further because I knew that they had put this extra dish of drizzle on top of my food okay cool well thanks it's a really interesting topic and some good advice in there too and we're we're only on the drink so I'm sure people are like getting their pens out ready for all the all the other things they're gonna learn and all the other ideas they're gonna get um so moving on to the sort of first stage of the, of the food, uh, which we call the appetizer here, like on, on the pod. So it's, it's the idea of being brought something almost before you've ordered your food, which must be really tricky, I, I would imagine, um, when, when you have allergies, because this is the thing you get given without asking. Um, so in an ideal world, though, so when you're getting brought something at the start, so bread, popcorn, a crackers whatever it is what what would you like to be brought as an appetizer at the start of the meal i would love to be brought i would say something to do with mushrooms um Mm. i really i love mushrooms and that's usually my starter which we'll probably come on to later but i would like so i i tend to not want any type of bread um just due to i i I can never be safe with it Uh, sesame seeds is in particular are put on and poppy seeds are put on a lot of the breads and sometimes even baked into them so that is the biggest worry for me so yeah I'd say something to do with mushrooms or salad um something light that I can that I can um that I can eat okay so something light to start off with um we'll we'll come back to if we're going to go for some, is something mushroomy on the starter, should we should we go for the the, the salad option? The salad. For Let's go for the salad. Okay, what's going to be in your salad? What's the ultimate salad for you? Do you want it crunchy? Do you want it juicy? What sort of salad do you like? It's got to have peppers in. I absolutely love mm-hmm. them. Um, it's got to be a bit tangy. So something that's got a sauce that's really, really brings out the salad with good crunchy leaves. Um, anything that is um, sort of not like rabbit food because they always associate salad with rabbit food and and it really isn't if you have great additions and great sauces on it Um, I would say another thing that I would add um, is things like I really like courgette if they can Mm -hmm. cook that into there I know it sounds weird but it just gives that salad an extra dimension awesome okay Perfect. Which brings us on to your starter. And you've given us a bit of a clue. 
for what you're going to have in your starter. I think it's going to have mushrooms involved. Go on, tell us yes, what's going to be very, your very ultimate starter. Super simple. It's just garlic mushrooms. Nothing, mm -hmm. nothing added. Just very simple, sautéed, and they are just beautiful. Um, I, I don't know it. Well, actually, I do know my other half actually hates mushrooms but i absolutely love them um and i think they're really good um starter dish because it gi gives you sort of like a opening to all your taste buds uh, before mm -hmm. you have a main meal which is quite heavy um, okay cool is there a particular place where you've had the perfect garlic mushrooms or is this something that you tend to do yourself definitely make um them myself a lot however um we went to a restaurant called clos Major in london okay okay it's a beautiful restaurant I, I think it's like two month um waiting list to get onto it um but honestly the outside the inside it looks like a forest like a fairy tale okay um, cool. and i was thinking it was going to be when i first walked in because my other half took me there as a um a, like a, a special occasion and, sorry cute <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, special occasion. And I was a bit, I always normally choose where we go. So when he chooses, I'm always a bit skeptical of has he really thought about my allergies? Has he actually told them yet? So when I sat down at the table and they said to me, Oh, we know you have allergies and already listed them, it was fantastic. And it was such a different experience from me having to speak up before they asked. Um, and they do well they did they changed their menu obviously um every year I think it is but they did okay. the most incredible garlic mushrooms and I I, I love I love them and that's Clos Major yes okay. it's like a British sort of French cuisine okay um, but yeah they do lots of different things um and it's just fantastic and it really gives you a different feel to a restaurant. The service there is fantastic. And they'll speak to you about your allergies before you even book a table, which is great. Okay, perfect. So really good uh, good recommendation for like a, like a special occasion or something. It sounds like you're really well looked after and the food was really good. Yes, yeah, definitely. Perfect, perfect. Okay, and so if we move on now to... No, actually, let's stop here for one second, actually. We're in your perfect restaurant. Where's this perf what's the atmosphere of this perfect restaurant? Are we going to be inside? Would you prefer to eat outside? Do you prefer to be eating in a foreign country? Do you prefer to be at home? Do you want dark candles? Do you want it to be a light summer's night? So what's the atmosphere for this meal then in your perfect, perfect restaurant? Oh gosh, that's really difficult because it does depend on the situation. You, you could... I could have all of those that you said. Um, <laughs> but if I was to pick just one, it would probably be a beach setting or a pier setting. Mm -hmm. I love the Caribbean. Uh, recently got married in the Caribbean and mm -hmm. it was just fantastic. I've never had I've never had an allergy in the Caribbean. So for me, I associate that with safety and peaceful okay. and fantastic so yeah i would probably choose something like that okay cool uh what how do you feel about music while you're eating oh definitely. Yeah, music yes definitely live, some music live I... through speakers bit quiet nice and loud bustling room what do you think 
<laughs> I would. I love music, so I would definitely say it's got to be something that you want to get up and dance to. Okay. Um, yeah. After you've had your meal, of course. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's definitely got to be lively. The atmosphere's got to be fun. Um, you hear chatter all around you. You hear people enjoying their food, like mm -hmm. really loving life. And I think that's so important because I always, I always try and live with that notion of allergies don't have to limit you. So go out there and enjoy life. And so, yeah, being around people that are enjoying food is, is a dream. Awesome. Okay. Sounds perfect. Right. Well, let's move on to the main event then. So your, your main course. My main course has probably got to be something like spicy, like Mexican. Mm -hmm. um, absolutely love a good salsa. Um, I would personally go for quesadillas. I think okay. they are absolutely amazing. I usually have quesadillas and then on half of my plate and tacos on the other half <laughs> so that I can get a bit of both. We can um, do that. Are you I one think... of those people that insists that the person you're with orders the other thing that you want and then you eat half of yours and then you swap plates and you eat half of the other person's as well? I, I am more <laughs> so now. I didn't yeah, used yeah. to be um, because I was very nervous about mm -hmm. whether they would cater for their allergy, as in they would do the same th process for mm -hmm. both dishes. Yep. But yes, I'm getting to, if I, if I know the place is safe, a hundred percent, I would be like, please, can you order that? Because I really, really <laughs> want to try it. Even if they don't want to order it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and that comes with like knowing people well and, um, you know, having someone that's close to you that's, I guess, you know, considering your your allergies as, as well as as well as what they want to eat so that's quite cool when when you can find someone that where you're that comfortable exactly and i think it's really um great to be able to share food like it's is a great experience and you you can't do that with allergies most of the time so if you do have that person or that other half or that friend that will do that with you i think definitely go for it because it's a different experience from just having your own little plate Okay, cool. So let's drill down on this a little bit. So we've got a plate of half quesadillas, half tacos. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit spicy. So what's going inside them? Uh, so in terms of, I would go for tuna. Um, absolutely mm -hmm. love tuna. Um, I can't have the beans, so I would swap that usually. Um, and I would usually ask for a specific salsa that has like lots of chunky tomatoes in to bulk it out. Okay. Um, and then in terms of extras that I would add in would be the peppers, the the salad, um, everything like that. And it's got to have a really good sauce and it's got to be as spicy as it can possibly be. I absolutely love, um, I don't know if you've heard of Muscha before. No, no, it's no. A, it's a really cool brand actually and it's, they have different uh, levels of spice. So they have like bad boy, which is super spicy. Then they have big kick and it's mustard and ketchup, but with chili. Okay. And luckily I'm not allergic to mustard. So it's, mm -hmm. and, and it's all gluten-free as well, because I found a lot of uh, my friends, they can't have mustard because it's, it's contaminated with gluten. So this specific brand is actually gluten-free as well. Okay. Awesome. Um, 
Is there a particular place that you like to go for Mexican food that you would you would recommend uh, as, a, as a good place to get this sort of thing? I would go to Las Granas. I think it's brilliant. Um, I love the fact that they have iPads um, okay. for their menus. And they give you the iPad and immediately you've got an allergy section. You can tick all your allergies. The wait, waiter or waitress comes over and they're super helpful. They they even recommend, if you tell them your allergies, they go, oh, well, actually, I would go for this dish because X, Y, and Z. And that makes it okay. so much clearer. Um, but you can actually even not talk to them at all and just go through the iPad yourself if you, you feel like you don't want to speak to someone about it. Um, and choose your dish they list every single ingredient I think that's what I love about them most is the fact that even though they do have the the paper menu they have mm -hmm. the iPad which lists absolutely everything um, so anything outside the top 14 you're able to see very very easily okay that sounds really good another really good tip and uh, a nice dish um, what's do you have anything on the side oh I, I guess we're going to come to the side now now um, this is the fourth episode that we've done I mean, we're very interested to, to see where it goes now because so far we've had three people and every single person has chosen some form of chips for their side dish. So I'm really interested to know whether we're going to be on a 100% chips uh, run uh, that's going to continue with you. So it doesn't have to relate to your main. It's okay if it doesn't go perfectly. So what would be your ultimate side dish? Yeah, you're going to hate me. I'm going to say <laughs> sweet potato fries. Sweet potato fries. Well, at least we, I mean, number one, I don't hate you. Uh, <laughs> and number two, at least we've uh, veered away from the traditional English garden potato. So <laughs> I feel like we've gone real crazy here with these sweet potato fries. <laughs> so tell us about these sweet potato fries are they going to be thick are they going to be thin is there a particular place you like to get them from what sauce do you like to dip them in let's let's do it all quite quite thin um like crispy on the outside as well mm -hmm. to be honest Las Aguanas does do a great sweet potato fries um mm -hmm. however I have also heard about a restaurant in London called I think it's Lupin I haven't actually okay. tried it yet I'm I arranged a, um, a, 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 a like a dinner date there, but we we never ended up going. But I've heard they do really good sweet potato fries, so I will be telling you guys hopefully soon that I've tried that. Um, okay. But yeah, Lassie sure you... is great. Oh, I want to see a story on your Instagram with us tagged in when you finally do choose them because we're gonna we're gonna need when you when you try them we're gonna need a follow up and okay. to hear how good these potato fries are. What are, you, what are you dipping your sweet potato fries in? I'm a very simple person with that. It's got to be ketchup. Mm -hmm. Just very, very simple. Um, nothing fancy. I think that I um, it's been a problem for me my entire life that I don't like ketchup. <laughs> and I just, I just don't really like ketchup. And there are so many times where I go somewhere and uh, it's literally the only choice of condiment. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best the choice of condiment. That's why. You, I've uh, there's been a um, theme beginning to run of me uh, revealing embarrassing things about myself that make me look like the least cool person in the world. Uh, in the first episode, no second, I admitted that I have a chocolate milk before I go to bed. Uh, and for this one, my confession is: when I go to a music festival, like 
I can't believe I'm going to say this. When I go to a music festival, I have sachets of barbecue sauce in my bum bag. How do you feel about well, that? Well, well, you would believe this. <laughs> I have tomato ketchup carried with me. So, yeah. It's awful, isn't it? And the, the, the look on the vendor whom <laughs> I've just brought the food off as I pull my own <laughs> supply of barbecue barbecue sauce from my bum bag as well. So there's the, the involvement of the bum bag just pushes it on into the, the worst, the worst sort of situation. Well, now that's out for the world to see, so... Yeah, yeah. I'm going to two this summer with with my barbecue sauce in my bum bag. I will be uh, yes, it's it's not changing. So, um, but you know, if you see me at the allergy and free prom show, I will not have a bum bag or barbecue sauce. So don't come asking me for barbecue sauce if anyone sees me. I think everyone should go up to you asking for barbecue sauce at the allergy. <laughs> Maybe I should get a load of people. I'll I'll post that out and see how many people come up to you. I could only really blame myself. I, I I volunteered the information, so yeah, I can't I can't be cross about it. <laughs> cool, cool. Okay, right. So uh, I guess we are heading towards. Um, how excited are you about a dessert at the end? Are you a savoury person? Are you a sweet person? Are you always making sure you leave room for for a dessert? Is this like your, your favourite part, or is this like an optional add on for you of a dessert? If I can have a dessert then a hundred percent I absolutely love desserts um growing up it was constantly just a fruit salad and I would I've ended up hating fruit off the back of that in mm. in general um and it's a struggle to get me to eat fruit now um because I'm still served I, I mean the last award ceremony we went to it was oh let's put a bet on what Julianne's going to get served and it was a fruit platter don't Maybe. get me wrong they're great <laughs> now and then but no that's not for me so for me a dessert because I don't normally eat dessert out um and I will I'll be a very much starter and main course girl I have got to say our own banana bread is my go-to dessert I have Amazing. to say that that is a cheeky little plug there but no, it, you're right <laughs> it is it is my go-to and it's the way you can get fruit into me in a dessert perfect um banana bread so i'm i'm a big fan of banana bread i made a few uh sourdough banana breads of my own when we were on lockdown when everyone was doing that whole sourdough thing some gluten-free uh ones it was really good really good um so tell me about your banana bread what makes it so good like uh is it like is it like um it's not like a loaf right i saw it was like a packet so is it like little pieces or something like that Oh, you make it. So it's a it's a mix. So okay. you add ah. um, so you make it at home, but you just add bananas and dairy-free spread. That's cool. it. Put it in the oven and it's done. Um yeah, you can pair it with anything. Like it's great with chocolate in the middle of it, um, mm -hmm. or raspberries or anything like that. Um, I think it's for me it's great because it caters for so many people. It caters for gluten, it caters for dairy, nuts, soya, all of that. Mm -hmm. um, and it, I haven't met a person that hasn't wanted to eat it yet, which is great. I think banana bread obviously blew up over lockdown. Everyone was baking it. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, I, I probably ate too many of them over lockdown just because everyone <laughs> was. Um, but no, I probably have that a lot of the time in terms of my go-to dessert. I wouldn't pick a chocolate cake or a um, or a brownie, even though that is something that in our range, everyone loves, but I would go mm -hmm. for the banana bread. 
Okay, cool. And when you have your banana bread warm, you're having it with chocolate. Do you add, because I'm, I'm really into having something a bit cold with it as well. Would you ever have like an ice cream or a sort of cream alternative or anything like that with it? Definitely an ice cream. Um, depends which ice cream, because they've become really difficult to get hold of ones that I can have now. Okay. Um, so there's Swedish, I think it's Swedish Glace. Um, mm-hmm. That's the last brand that I've I've had, and that okay. was really that was really good. Um, but all of the ice cream brands seem to be changing their statements to may contain, so okay. it, it makes it really difficult. And I did actually have a ice cream last year and had a severe allergy to it just from a may contain. So I think mm-hmm. it's really important that people are checking at the moment in particular with summer coming up, just just double check those labels um, again, because I know you're used to it for the last, say, 20 years, being fine with it, but people do change their factories, so just be careful. Okay, awesome. Okay, well, that sort of brings us to the end of your uh, your ultimate free-from menu. I'm going to read it back to you, and then we'll see if you've got... In fact, before I do that, have you got any sort of honourable mentions, things that... Um, you're a bit sad that you didn't manage to squeeze in any places that you want to recommend or give a shout out to that didn't make it onto your menu, but you think are worth mentioning. Oh, definitely. I would say the Wolsey is very, very good. Uh, Wagamama's is fantastic uh, for people with allergies. Um, And probably I would say if you are looking for an independent go and speak to them first, like as in go in, not as you're ready to buy. But if you've just okay. arrived, like you moved, moved house to your local area area, and you've got a coffee shop that's local to you, go and talk to them because they will, they'll want you as their customer. It's just about them understanding your allergy. Okay, cool. Sounds perfect. Perfect uh, bit of advice. Thank you for that. Okay, so I'm going to go over your menu and we'll see how this looks as a meal altogether, which sometimes is a bit crazy, but I, I don't think this one is actually. <laughs> I think it's all right. So actually beginning with a oat milk skinny latte, which you'd like from Costa. Uh, then we're going to have a salad as our appetizer with peppers, tangy sort of sauce, crunchy leaves and some courgette mixed in. For our starter, we're going to have garlic sautéed mushroom. Then for the main, we're going for spicy Mexican casitas and tacos with tuna with a chunky tomato salsa, peppers and salad as spicy as possible from Las Iguanas. Uh, Then we're going to have sweet potatoes on the side, crispy, thin uh, sweet potato fries on the side, nice crispy, thin ones uh, dipped in ketchup. And then for dessert, we're going for the created nature banana bread with some vanilla ice cream on the side. How's that sound? Sounds perfect. Doesn't sound too crazy, actually. Sounds like- <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> Sounds like it all goes perfectly. You're going to go and have this for lunch now, I assume. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> if someone wants to come <laughs> and make, make it all for me. <laughs> and of course, we should mention you're going to be at the Allergy and Free From show first to the 3rd of July. There will be a ticket link somewhere in the video description, along with the links to all of the stuff that you've recommended today. So do check that out. You're going to be doing, doing a talk for us and Creative Nature are going to be there, right? 
yes, yeah, we're going to be there. Um, can't wait to share my journey and some sort of tips of how to travel with an allergy. And then also, yeah, Creative Nature will be there. So lots of free samples for you all to, to try. Awesome. And we are delighted to have you there. So, yeah, looking forward to seeing you in person in London. Awesome. Well, just to say thank you for taking the time today. Um, and yeah, uh, I hope we'll see you soon and we'll, we'll see you at the Allergy Show. Thanks a lot, Julianne. Thanks so much. Cheers. Bye.